One, two, three. No, that's not going to... I didn't clap. Let's try again. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, one. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Thanks for the Lyrics, a podcast where we do a weekly deep dive into a single lyric from a single Fall Out Boy song. I am one of your delightful, delicious hosts... Tracy. And I am another of your delightful, delicious hosts, Aaron. And I am the uh, the aperitif before, but also the coffee after your delightful, delicious hosts, James. Very good. So it's Grenade Jumper, which is track number nine off of Take This to Your Grave. And I just, I'd never really liked the song. Is There's a lot of Fall Out Boy songs where I didn't like right away, mm-hmm. and then I listened to them, yeah. or I would get into a few songs at a time, and then like yeah. go back to songs I was like, oh. Yeah. But this one, I've never... I used to actively hate the song, now I'm just like, it's whatever. How much of that do you think is because your name isn't Chris? Probably 98%, now yeah. that you mention it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the lyric that we have chosen is... Hey, Chris, you were our only friend. And we have chosen that lyric because I have I have story time for you guys. Yes, Three or four months time. ago, Aaron did a deep dive. Oh, and, my goodness. Uh... I sure did. I got on Genius.com, and I was looking up some Fallout Boy lyrics, and mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder who Chris is. So I went, and I looked up Grenade Jumper. And when you click yes. on the line, Hey, Chris, you were our only friend... It pops up this little thing. And just to make sure that I cite my sources, this is from Genius.com. This is a Genius annotation that says that it, the line comes from an incident where Joe suggested that, that they should make a fan appreciation song. At the time, being a local band, Patrick joked and said, yeah, it'll sound like, hey, Chris. Because at the time, their friend Chris was their only fan. So, oh, so cute. <laughs> it continues, the Chris mentioned actually refers to Chris Gutierrez, a, a, he is not a magician to my knowledge, a musician <laughs> from Chicago who was in a few earlier bands with Fall Out Boy, like Arma Angelus. Okay. He also performed solo as Hey Chris. Right. That's what you, yeah, sure. Aww. Chris and Pete had a falling out, and it went a little like this. And so I clicked the link which took me to an indeliblemark.livejournal.com. Stop. Yes. So, Tracy, have... If, you said Chris Chris and Pete had a falling out? Yes. Does any of this sound okay. familiar to you as a longtime Fall Out Boy fan? No, I was too young for internet. Okay. The thanks for the lyrics. Uh, Tracy branded merch uh, will say too young for internet on the back of it. <laughs> Sure will. (laughs) (laughs) And I've just never figured the dang thing out either. (laughs) So would you all like me to tell you about the falling out between Pete and Hey Chris? I would love for you to tell us about the fallout between those two boys. Between the boys. Yeah. Yes. So I'm not going to read this word for word. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's kind of a long post. You guys can go to the the Genius.com page for Grenade Jumper and see mm-hmm. the, the link for yourselves, uh, listeners. Maybe we'll if, do some linking in, on our Twitter. Yeah. 
Um, Okay, so Christopher Gutierrez, he and Pete were really close friends. Um, They were in a a band together previously. He kind of looks a little bit like Pete. There are pictures of him on this site, but -hmm. it's got like a watermark right across his face. Um, But he looks enough like Pete that I did kind of do a double take for a second. And I was like, is that just a Mm -hmm. picture of like young Pete without his hair like done? But no. Um, I think it, I think it's Chris. So apparently, um, Chris was a member of one of the previous iterations of Fallout Boy called Arma Angelus that had an evolving lineup. Um, Tim from Rise Against was in it. Andy Patrick played drums at their very last show. Pete was the it singer was so and cool lyricist. How Aaron just say Tim from Rise Against? That was awesome. Sorry, go ahead. Why was that awesome? <laughs> just because you were like you're like Tim from Rise Against. It was just really off the cuff. It was great. Oh, well, I mean, that is what the page said. But also, I do I do know who Rise Against is. Yeah. I did not know there was a guy named Tim in it. I don't know their names, but... He's the yeah. singer. I, I kind of figured. Um, okay, so Chris was like one of their biggest supporters um, and was super close to all of them, especially Pete. Apparently, he and Pete were super, super close. And so they wrote Grenade Jumper for Chris... And then roughly two years later, Fallout Boy has become very big in the music scene. Chris has been dating this girl named Kate for the past two years. And then Chris posts an entry on his live journal, which I cannot see because you have to log into live journal and I don't have a live journal account. That could also be that it like the link might be dead. I'm not sure. I don't know exactly how old live journal stuff works. Mm hmm. I have a live journal. Do you? It's here, I'll tell you. It's James is a dork.livejournal.com. And that's true. So so Chris posts this thing on his live journal and we're all locked out of it now. I don't know if it doesn't exist anymore or if it's password protected or what. But essentially, this post that Chris does is accusing Pete of trying to steal his girlfriend talking about Chris behind his back, says that he's a liar and a sellout. He broke edge. He makes fun of his fat fans and throws away the gifts people give him. Just a whole bunch of really nasty stuff about Pete. Pete was straight edge? And, huh? Pete was straight edge? For a long time, yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Wait, what does that mean? Like, doesn't do drugs or? Yeah, that's uh, don't drink, yeah. don't smoke, oh, and okay. don't have promiscuous sex. Yeah. And don't um, do drugs. So... Apparently, uh, Pete and Chris were part of a crew of straight edge kids hmm. like way, way back in the day. Oh, Tim from Rise um, Against, I think, is still straight edge. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Anybody who is familiar with the trajectory of Fallout Boy knows that Pete yeah. didn't cling to that <laughs> yeah. for forever. Yeah. I think anyone who's familiar with 2005 Pete will understand why I needed <laughs> us to go back for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so basically like the, the fallout boy fandom kind of explodes. And so people are taking sides with Pete. People are taking sides with Chris, both of their girlfriends show up and start talking about it online. And finally Pete gets on the FBR journal. I don't know what that Fueled is. Fueled by ramen. I'm assuming that, oh, that's probably yeah, a Fueled by right. ramen live journal. What is Fueled by Ramen? That was the record label that they were on. It was the indie record label right. that, remember they signed to Island, but they released Take This to Your right, Grave right, on right. Fueled by Ramen? Yeah. That's right. Okay, yeah. So he so he gets on the journal, the live journal, and I'm not going to read this whole thing word for word, but basically he's like, you know what? I don't respond to rumors, but my manager <laughs> but is I'm gonna. telling oh, okay. yeah. me that I need 
to do something about this. And so, you know, my, you know, when something like this happens, your instinct is always to defend yourself and attack the other person. Um, But I'm not going to do that because that's not going to help anything. But I do want to address the attacks on me regarding our fans because that is completely wrong. The fans mean the world to me. This accusation that I don't appreciate them is ludicrous and insulting. Mm -hmm. I really hope that my fans know that I love them and they are the reason that I am where I am. Right. Um, And then at the end, he's like, you know, Chris, if you want to talk, you can call me. I'm not I'm I'm not doing this yeah. this way anymore. So then Chris responds and again we can't see that cuz it's on his live journal and it's locked down. Um that all happens and then Pete's penis pictures leak and right. a lot of people accuse Chris of doing it. Oh. Chris denies it. It ultimately is proven that Chris didn't leak them. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess it seems that nothing ever really resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of, Chris is still friends with the other members of Fallout Boy, according to this really? um, indelible Mark Live Journal. He's still friends with the Academy as in Gym Class Heroes. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he that's like a close at, friendship quote, or if it's just like a we're going to get along kind of thing. Not, yeah. not friends. Because <laughs> I can't see like... I feel like Patrick, Pete, Joe, and Andy, like not to have this weird parasocial relationship with them, but I feel like they're close people. Like they've been a band for so long, you know, they have to be just like best friends. And I mean, Pete and Patrick have talked a lot about their friendship being so close. So I can't see Mm -hmm. Patrick being actual good friends with someone who would hurt Pete in that way. Right. Right. Same. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it sounds like he, like Chris, you know, he was in bands with these people, yeah. not just members of Fallout Boy, but members of these other bands that are close with Fallout Boy. And they're all on, and so Fall- he would, on Fuel by Ramen as well. Yeah, and so like he would go to their shows and to support them. And so I'm, I can't imagine... it. I, I agree with you, mm-hmm. Tracy. I can't imagine that Patrick was like, yeah, my very best buddy Chris yeah. and my other very best buddy Pete, they hate each other. We don't talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, Pete has said that he doesn't regret Grenade Jumper. Um, mm-hmm. I do. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a reason. I hated I know the song. you do. Chris has said I don't know when this was posted. This was this live journal was posted a long time back ago. when people posted on live journal for <laughs> yeah, like at least the comments God, are that's from years ago. There's one from 2009, one from 2011. Right. So, um. But apparently Chris recently at the time of this posting was reminiscing over shooting the video for Saturday. So I guess he's in that or at least was there for the shoot. (laughs) But it seems like Chris and Pete are not any longer good friends. Uh, Do you think that's so? Have you seen? I mean, this is probably a future conversation, too. But it just made me think of the takeover, the breaks over. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in that music video where there's, you know, people yelling at them and calling them sellouts and all that kind of stuff. Um, right. So I'm wondering if that time frame would match up and maybe we can look into that. That's so funny because what I was thinking of was uh, uh, 
champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends. That's good too. Right. Oh, that sheds so much light on some of their yeah. like lyrics and songs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I don't think that there's a whole lot in Grenade Jumper that was worth talking about lyrics wise. Yeah. Um so the reason I was like, hey, we should do the Hey Chris line because I found like I went down this deep dive a while back where I found this whole story mm-hmm. about Chris and how after this song was written, apparently he and Pete started hating each other. The The title Grenade Jumper is interesting to me if it's about fans, because it's like, here's a song about our fans who would jump on a grenade for us. Like, oh, that's intense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the, because the, the song doesn't mention right. grenade jumping or right. grenades or anything like that. So I don't know what the I think the only means. thing that you can do with jumping and grenades is jump on them. Yeah, I always pictured sure. a little bit jumping over them, like when I was first listening to this, like doing like mm-hmm. like hopscotch from the grenades. <laughs> uh-huh. Which is adorable. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um as you do. But I think I think the only thing that I can think of is 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 leaping on a right. like jumping on a grenade and taking it with your body. Mm-hmm. But it's well, also possible that it was some kind of an inside joke. Right. Um, apparently true. the, the live journal referenced that Chris and Pete were friends because they both like to blow things up. Mm-hmm. Like part of their friendship was stemmed from the fact that they both like to make things explode. Yeah. So well, like fan yeah. bases. Uh huh. <laughs> well, okay. So and the music scene, I think, well, you said if it's about fans, but I never really got, I mean, maybe their original idea was like, let's write a song about our fans. But I mean, this ended up being just about Chris, right? So right. Grenade Jumper has got to yeah. just be Chris. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, would I, he he would be the type of person that would they would jump on a grenade for, or he would jump on a grenade for them Yeah, type of thing. Bruno Mars yeah. actually wrote a tribute song to this song uh, <laughs> called Grenade. Um, yeah. That that sort of expounds on it a little bit. He was Bruno Mars is from Chicago. Right. He's he was big into the the um, pop punk scene in like the early two thousands. It it's this whole he doesn't talk about it, but that's no one a sees to the this. connection. But James yeah. so James finds right. the connection, yeah. and if there isn't one, he'll yeah. make one like that. Yeah. This is one of those times where anybody who doesn't know James is going to be like, "Wait, is that true?" <laughs> <laughs> I think Bruno Mars is from Chicago, though, right? I really want I'm I really sure want that, that part are... to be true. I don't know. I'm looking it up. Hold on. I have a question for you guys. Is there, can you think of any fan appreciation songs that aren't I just bad? can't think of any fan appreciation songs, which, and I don't well, want them. Like, they just sound. Or, or, or like, um, if it, even if it's not like the fans at large, like Taylor oh, Swift has a couple songs about her mom. The Backstreet Boys had one about their moms. And I skip them every time I listen to the albums yeah. because I'm like, I don't. I don't care. What I was going to say was, I'm glad that Fall Out Boy made more songs that are like, um, what's the song? It's like, um, where's the car crash hearts? That's on, that's on, uh, that's Infinity thriller. on High. Infinity on High. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It's the first song on the next album. Yeah. We Fall took freeze across the board. But yeah. I, I guess. Okay. Can, can I amend my, uh, my question? Yeah. Are there any fan appreciation songs that are really blatantly fan appreciation songs like this? 
Yeah, because I've never, I mean, I've listened to other Fall Out Boy songs, and I feel like they reference, like, their fan base and stuff, but I've never felt like it was a, hey, thank you for being a fan. Like, I never got that weird, like, cringy feeling. Okay. Now, this may be cringy, and I feel like I've, I've brought up Starting Line so many times in the past week with Tracy on the line, it is actually a little embarrassing. But to bring it up again, um, I actually brought it up in the last episode that we recorded last time. Um, they have a song called Given the Chance, which is literally about, I guess it's not about, no, nah, see, that's not about fans. That's about like being appreciative for having a successful band, um, which was a bold move to do on your debut album. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like, yeah, hmm. Maybe not. I I ask because I can't think of I can think of a number of thank you know thank you so much for being a fan whether it's you know hey Chris or hey mom or whatever and they're never good and I always skip them except I I do I do not mind grenade jumper because I don't seek it out but when it comes up yeah I don't turn it off I don't want to make this blanket statement because I really can't think of a lot of examples right now but I do feel like when there are songs that are about specific people and you can tell it's very much like, hey, you person, I appreciate mm-hmm. you. Thank you. I'm like, oh, this is boring for me. Like, I'm not going to listen. And usually yeah. I just feel like they're not, I don't know, re- written in the same energy or is relatable or something. And I don't want to generalize that statement because there's probably examples yeah. that I'm thinking of that sure. I wouldn't stand by that for a certain example. But yeah. I want to I want to give a pro and a con version to of breathing. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. A pro and a con of breathing, and with that breath, saying thank you to someone specific. Um, so the con, the like most cringy example I can think of is Good Charlotte uh, had a song I think on their second album that starts with just an acoustic guitar, and either I think it's like Hey Mom, and it's like Oh geez, okay, well Oh geez. But it might be Hey Dad, which is a different energy, but it was the same sort of instrumentation. Uh-huh. Weird. Um, and it, I didn't intend to pick, like, things that start with Hey and then and then the person you're addressing. But um, there is a song on uh, the first uh, Wonder Years album uh, called Hey Thanks um, that he wrote for the girlfriend he was living with while they recorded that album. They basically recorded it in the basement of the house that she mm-hmm. had. Um, and I feel like at the time, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty song that has ukulele and trombone in it and it's, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's pretty and it's great. But by itself, I feel like it would be what you're talking about where it's like, ugh, why don't you save this for personal serenading and not public release of, yeah. of major re- like records. Yes. That's what I always wonder is why do these songs get put on yeah. the albums? And it's, and a little bit, it feels like so that, you can pretend it's about you, even though it's specifically not. Like you can be like, "I'm Chris." Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm um, yeah. But then it alienates everyone not named Chris. <laughs> right. They broke up in between that album and the next album, and there's a song on the next album about their breakup, and like the next album is all about they like uh, the first song is like I lost a real job and a girlfriend, like, and I had to like basically move back home and stuff. And you know it's specifically about that person that he wrote the song about uh-huh. before because he mm-hmm. name checks the hell out of her. Like, and and apparently, like, 
there was no hard feelings or whatever. They just needed to break up or whatever. And that kind of justifies it for me because it makes it sort of like his life is on display like all the time. Mm-hmm. And so this one song not, not being a uh, uh, son, um, Sunny from Newfound Glory is the same. It sort of feels like this one jump. I also hate that song. I know. <laughs> and that's why I bring it up. I br- it's a drop into a specific like this is specifically about someone specific in my life where yeah. if you're not doing that all the time, it feels weird. But I feel like yeah. the Wonder Years are doing that literally like all like on every album. It's like, hey, let's check in on how he's doing and how his life is. So it's almost better because it's just immersion. But when it's like yeah. a single drop into, you know, oh, this is about Jordan's grandfather. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And like uh, um, Still Into You from Paramore, which I am sure is about Chad, feels weird now that they broke up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like yeah. when you know sort of the tabloid details, it right. kind of makes it be like, so do you not like that song? You know, like, isn't it hard to play a song like that when like, like, is yes. it hard to play Grenade Jumper after the fallout with Chris? Right. I wonder if they ever do play it. Yeah. Probably I can't not. They have they so would. many other songs. No. No. Yeah. I know I, we're yeah. running long, but hold on one sec. When we get to when we get to save rock and roll, I have yes. lots of thoughts <laughs> on the specifics of who certain songs are about. Um and by certain songs I mean the whole I album. I mean <laughs> I always think about that too with like couples. I mean like weird example, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. Mm-hmm. Like they did a lot of music together. Are they Did still they together? Up? No, I, I don't think, think but there's like something I don't know. I just always think about that. I'm like, well they do Songs are like Beyonce and Jay-Z, like Lemonade. Like that is so strange to me. Like you're just throwing it all it out is. there, but you're staying together. And like I get you're a celebrity. You can do whatever you want. And Oh, and another thing I wanted to say. Okay, also, you're a celebrity. You can do whatever you want. That's not something I believe in. I do kind of right. hate celebrities. <laughs> That's just a fact. That's, <laughs> that's not just something a you're fact. supporting. Break all the laws. <laughs> I don't care. No, that's I do not feel that way. Um, oh my god, now what was I going to say? S- hold on. Just You hold want on. celebrities to have unlimited power and just do whatever they want and that's just walk it. all over I us. I swear fealty to all the celebrities. <laughs> if you have more than a thousand that's followers That's how we ended up with the president that we have right now. <laughs> so we're making the you, right Tracy. choices. <laughs> um, oh my god, I have remembered it and I forgot again. No, okay, oh no. I never want to tell like an artist because i have so much power i influence them so highly but like i never want to be like don't make this because i'm not interested in that like you know i'm like if you need to make these songs and you want to put them out there and you're working through whatever go for it i'm not guaranteed to listen to it like when people talk about podcasts and like that's such a big thing with podcasting like do we really need another podcast i'm like well people might not listen to it but if you want to make it for you like that's your process go for it i don't care but i'm yeah. not going to be like oh you're the best three people that are just you know funny or whatever but i, I agree will, i don't partake us. of everything the McElroys do anyway i agree that's true <laughs> i agree about that statement you're specifically making about the McElroy it, brothers yeah definitely um, it was tracy that was making a statement about the McElroy brothers let's be very clear on that <laughs> <laughs> No, I love them. So the last time they played uh, Grenade Jumper was in 2009. Wow. Uh, okay. In Brisbane as the first song on their encore. Why? Okay. So I don't know. 
if I cheered for an encore and they gave me grenade jumper, I would demand a refund. All right, here was the here was the here was the encore. Grenade jumper. I'm like a lawyer with all the ways I'm trying to get you off me and you. Dance, dance, and Saturday. Did they not play okay. dance, dance during the set? No. What? You gotta save one. I like, guess real big. You plan an encore, single. so that makes sense. Yeah. But. Huh. Um, also, I watched a YouTube video about uh, that AP put out, Alternative Press Magazine put out, mm-hmm. that was like, songs you can always be guaranteed to hear at the end of a band's set. And it was like the top 10. And I was like, oh man, I wonder where Saturday's going to fall. And it wasn't even listed. Ugh. Really? Yeah. It, isn't it was, that still their closing song? I think, as far as I know, knowledge. that's what they have closed with since yeah. 2003. Like, man. So. We should probably do some social media because this episode is very long at yeah. this point. Uh, we have a Twitter for the show, which is thanks for the lyrics pod, but take out all those vowels and throw a grenade on them. Blow them up. Who needs them? Um, <laughs> yep. Boycott vowels, I say. We have individual Twitters, which is uh, mine is un- at Unabashed James. I'm at Adil's Warlock. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We are on the Scavengers Network, who you can find on Twitter at ScavengersNet, or you can go visit their website at scavengersnetwork.com, and it's gorgeous, and I was just daydreaming about it today, weirdly, and that's true. Um, You can also go to the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash thescavengersnetwork, and uh, for all the content that we released from February, March, and April on on that Patreon is going to be free to the public. You can go consume it, fall in love with it. Uh, and then if you want to, you can start uh, donating $2 a month. We'll get you bonus content uh, you know, throughout the year. Um, we put out three or four pieces of bonus content a month at least. So uh, it's all great stuff. You are going to want to be a Patreon donor before we get to Fully Adu because I'm going to have a very long bonus episode about Disloyal Order of the Water Buffaloes. Yep. I, I like I the idea so that you would record for like half an hour and then Aaron and I would hop on the call like <laughs> as you're wrapping up just to like get some final thoughts in. Like it's <laughs> like, like a pre no, like a pre gap yeah. like <laughs> podcast. That'd be so yep. good. You can also uh, if you are into watching people do s- stuff on stream, um, we are on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the scavengers network. Uh Aaron and Morgan uh, from the Broads and the Bees uh are have a standing date on Saturdays to uh, play Dream Daddy with uh, the ultimate uh, scavengers employee, Lars, who uh, his only job description is uh, uh, get that sexy. D, I believe, is in the yep. resume. Um, that is his job. And Tracy, you have some standing dates too, don't you? I do have some standing dates. Thank you. So on Mondays, I'm going to be playing Persona 5 with Beth. And then on mm-hmm. Thursdays, I'll be playing Detroit Become Human with Kyle. And Detroit Become Human is is about a city that comes to life and wrecks all the other shit, cities, right? Yes, like, takes over all the Punches Chicago right in the face. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Yep. Cool. Eats Wisconsin whole. All right. Well, anyways, hey, follow boy. <laughs> Thanks for the lyrics. You were our only friend. I was not pleased to be here for this one. JK. JK, I always am. Yeah, you were. I was. 100% non-Chris Tracy with the hot take. Hot take. (laughs) Let's actually keep going. So anyways, what I was thinking was... No, I'm just joking. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. 
Do you like making fun of really, really bad ghost hunting shows? There's one in particular we enjoy making fun of. It's called Ghost Adventures, and it includes things such as... Bad fashion sense. Grown men yelling at nothing. Outrageously large belt buckles. Too much hair gel. And unfortunately, a lot of really cringy, painful, and socially unaware stuff, too. I'm Cassie. And I'm Max. We're the hosts of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. Find Insanely Haunted for free wherever you get your podcasts.